0: Welcome to the 50th edition of Up The Union podcast. What a great moment it is. We're here with David Murray. We've been talking about happiness in the Christian life. David, why is this such an important thing for us to think about? Well, let me let me perhaps begin by just defining happiness. I think that would maybe help us answer that question. I define happiness as a God-centred, God-given sense of personal well-being that flows from a right relationship to God and Christ and flows out in the worship of God and the service of others. So that definition sort of makes clear this is something centered in God, not in ourselves, not in our circumstances. It's founded upon the gospel, a right relationship to God and Christ, Uh, And it results in actions that glorify God and do good to others. In other words, not just a selfish, oh, I feel really, you know, warm and fuzzy now. Mm -hmm. And when I say it's God-given, again, this is recognizing God's sovereignty in this whole area. It's not something we can work up uh, from ourselves. But that's not to deny human responsibility, Uh, to work hard, to seek happiness in God-approved ways and areas of life. We are told in the Bible to rejoice, it's a command. And therefore we are to seek it, but seek it in the right places, in the right ways, and for the right reasons. And one of these reasons is stated by Nehemiah, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And what actually, Dan, got me into this study was reading some secular books on happiness a couple of years ago. Gretchen Rubin's The Happiness Project, um, a few uh, books by Martin Seligman, and and others um, associated with what's often called the positive psychology school. And what they found was that happiness has incredible uh, beneficial results in people's lives. And of course, kind of people have thought that, but they went and proved proved it scientifically. They found that it extends life, it improves health, it increases friendships, it advances people's careers. Um, and, and so we shouldn't be surprised though because the Bible tells us that already. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And if a, if a secular kind of happiness without God in it can have such benefits, how much more should spiritual God-centered happiness do that? And In the book, I I show some of the findings of science, Uh, for example, things like meditation, uh, gratitude, service of others, uh, the way we use media, how all of these increase happiness and increase health and strength and life and so on. Um, But uh, again, I keep saying this to people, (laughs) if the world can do this with their happiness, how much more? should we who are Christians, So I think that's the first thing. It strengthens our Christian life inwardly and outwardly. Also, it improves our witness to others. And, you know, it doesn't help the Christian witness if we are just all, you know, glum ears going around all the time, because people can get enough of that in the world. Now, no, we don't want to be, you know, cheesy, Cheshire cats, you know, happy, happy, happy all the time, time, time. But, We mustn't use that either to say that somehow smiling and being happy and laughing is unspiritual. It it is not. It's, It's a gift of God and it's something to be cultivated. And it is infectious and it is contagious and it compels attention. People are bound to ask, not just for the reason of our hope within us, but for our happiness within us. And I think, you know, Christians have a much greater responsibility than we realize to improve in that area and therefore improve our witness to others. I mean, is the gospel good news or not? It does does come down to that. Was the gospel announced as um, good news and joy to the world or not? Therefore, should it not show forth itself a bit more? And, and a third reason is people are looking for happiness. It's, it's recognized throughout history in every culture, this is the one thing that people are looking for above all. They are looking for happiness. And if we keep saying, oh, you know, we're not about happiness, then we're burning a bridge to them. Uh, instead, we can say, look, <laughs> we have a happiness, but it's, it's unlike anything that, that you've experienced or you're seeking. And we have a bridge then, we have a connection, a point of contact to people to say, you know, come with us over this bridge that, that everyone wants to cross, but, but it takes you to a, an, a, a place of true happiness, not another mirage. Um, J.C. Ryle said it's a positive misfortune to Christianity when a Christian cannot smile. <laughs> a merry heart and a readiness to take part in all innocent mirth are gifts of inestimable value. They go far to soften prejudices, to take up stumbling blocks out of the way, to make way for Christ and the gospel. And another reason is I I think uh, a happy Christian is a good representative of God. Uh, You know, we are God to most people. People can't see God, but they can see those who claim to have God in them, who have God dwelling in them. And therefore, people look at us, and and God's reputation is on the line. And if we believe that God is truly the ever-blessed God, which reformers, Puritans, Orthodox theologians through the years have said at least includes happiness, then that should be reflected in us who claim to be his image bearers and claim to be in communion with him. And if we don't believe God is happy, we won't seek happiness from him. We'll seek it from another source. And um, so we we want to seek this because it will reveal God to the world. And and also, lastly, it sustains in suffering. This is not saying, you know, the Christian life is happy, happy, happy all the time, time, time. No, it's it, there is sorrow and there is suffering. But the unique thing about Christian joy and happiness is it can coexist with suffering and sorrow. As the apostle said, he was sorrowful yet always rejoicing. Jesus spoke of being persecuted and yet being happy and blessed in the midst of it. And so if we want to be sustained through what looks like inevitable persecution in the years ahead, we need to start building up reserves of Christ-centered, spirit-fueled joy. Great. Thank you, David, so much. Plenty there for us to ponder for our theology and apologetics and our own spiritual life. You've been listening to Up the Union Podcast.